1: Welcome, course creators. Whether you've been thinking about creating an online course or you've already started an expedition into the exciting world of online course development, I'm here to guide you through that process. And I'm really here to equip you with the knowledge and the strategies and the wisdom that you need to conquer all of those challenges and pitfalls that await as you embark on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon, and today I wanted to really dig into navigating the pitfalls that come when creating an online course. So online courses represent a world of opportunity, a means to share your expertise, make a real meaningful impact, and generate income. Yet as with any grand adventure, There can be some treacherous paths to navigate. There are going to be some unexpected twists to overcome and valuable lessons to be learned. So in this guide today, I really want to dig into the heart of online course creation. I really want to explore the most common pitfalls and then help to provide you with the tools and the insights to make sure that you jump right over those pitfalls or climb out of them very quickly with confidence. So let's fasten our seatbelt because we are about to embark on a journey filled with challenges but immense rewards. So let's talk about the multifaceted world of creating an online course where your dreams of educating, inspiring, and earning a living are entirely possible. And if you're prepared to navigate any challenges that arise, the better. So before we embark on this journey, I think it's best if we really ensure that we're on the same page. So online courses can be an incredible way to not only share your expertise, make a real positive impact on your students, but to generate income. But there are pitfalls. So I thought today I would really discuss those to ensure that when you do hit a pitfall, fall into a pitfall, you can really pop right out, continue moving forward towards that goal of launching a successful online course. So I thought I would just go through what these pitfalls are that I've seen the most over all of these years. I've been creating online courses since online courses became a thing. So I've seen a thing or two. So I think pitfall number one is realistic expectations and the myth of overnight success. So I think that really is a misconception about online courses is that so many people think I will build it, they will come, and I will make millions. And we have all heard of those jaw-dropping success stories, but I want to be really crystal clear. Those can be the exception, not the rule, as most of the time building a successful online course, it's going to take time, time on your behalf and consistent effort. So, you want to make sure that you set expectations that are realistic. So, whenever I'm working with a client to launch an online course, build an online course, I really like to make sure that expectations are realistic from the get go. You know, so I really want to sit down and know that. You know, if we do like a beta launch, you know, that's fantastic. That will give us what we need to fine tune and polish the online course. So we want to make sure that every part of the online course goals are being met, but just be realistic in knowing that it's not going to happen tomorrow, that building and launching an online course that's going to be really successful is going to take time. So we want to make sure that we do all of our due diligence, all of our hard work, we don't skip or cut any corners because we really do want to ensure that we hit all of your goals. The next pitfall that I see a lot is neglecting to define your target audience. So that is a foundational pillar of any marketing but definitely one for an online course. You really have to ensure that you're creating a course that's going to speak to your target audience. So it's definitely not just a step in the process, it's a cornerstone. And failing to do this really can be a recipe for disaster. I've seen it before where clients have come to me and they already have a course created that's not converting. And once we dig into kind of auditing the course, we see that the reason is, is this course was created for a particular audience that just isn't interested in that course. So we really want to ensure that we're creating content that resonates, that really speaks to your students' pain points, their desires, and their learning preferences inside and out. And this is really that step in the online course where I really work closely with my clients through one-on-one calls and worksheets to ensure that we are creating an online course that is going to not only grab your ideal client's attention, but it's going to convert them into paying customers who are going to be successful students. Next up is content overload. I see this every single time. And I think it's one of the biggest pitfalls that I see when developing course content with my clients. All of my clients so far have been so passionate about their subject, just as I'm sure you are. And I think that is fantastic. That is amazing. However, it is a place where many creators will stumble. They want to overload their courses with information. And a lot of times when it comes to online courses, less can be more. The key is really to strike the right balance between depth and simplicity to ensure that your students stay engaged and actually learn and achieve your transformation statement. If you overload your students with content, you're going to leave them overwhelmed. And the last thing you want is for someone to have purchased your online course to help them with some part of their life or their business, and then you overload them with information that leaves them feeling so overwhelmed that they feel like, oh my gosh, not only am I more overwhelmed, than I was before I started the online course, but I'm never going to be able to do this, and I've spent money on it, that's not only a pitfall for you, but a huge pitfall for your students. So now that we've kind of laid out that foundation, we want to start to focus more on the heart of the course. And again, that's the content. How you present your knowledge can really make or break your course's success. So another pitfall I see a lot is lack of interactivity. So learning should be fun and exciting and interactive. And if you think about it, I mean, would you rather watch a monotonous lecture or would you like to participate in a lively discussion? Exactly. When you incorporate interactivity into your online course, whether that's through elements like quizzes, discussions, assignments, It really keeps your students engaged and invested in the course. Another issue that I see a lot is that course creators want to bog the course down with really long videos. So it's just one big long rambling video without any type of interactivity. So you wanna make sure that you have a healthy balance, make sure that your videos are on the shorter side, that they're really to the point, but that they have supporting elements that make it fun and engaging and something that people feel like they want to do. The next pitfall I see is underestimating the power of marketing. So I've seen this a lot as well. I've had clients hire me probably at the beginning of online courses where they just want help building the course. Then once it gets time to launch the course, they say they will do it themselves. And marketing really is a critical yet underestimated aspect of course creation. It's not enough to build a fantastic course you really have to make sure that you're getting it in front of that right audience. And building an audience and promoting your course effectively is really going to be paramount to its success. So you don't want to underestimate the power of marketing. Instead, you want to embrace it as a real integral piece of the journey. And I always start, you know, every one of my course projects with a lead magnet you know you really need a way to be creating and building that online um, audience before you launch the course so you want to make sure that you have a lead magnet that seems like that natural jumping off point for people who will be interested in your online course so for example i'm working with a client right now she has a fantastic product and service, and so we built a lead magnet that would be the natural step for someone who would possibly be looking for a course related to hers to get them into our funnel and start to nurture them. And we've started doing that just recently because the online course, we're just starting with content now. So all of these weeks that we're gonna be spending on content, we're going to be building this audience. And we already have a lot of leads going into the audience and we're nurturing them. We're giving them time to get to know her better, to learn more about what working with her would look like. And then at some point in that nurture sequence, They'll start to learn a little bit more about the online course that we're getting ready to launch. And then when it does get launched, it'll get launched to this nice little pool of people who are already interested and engaged and just waiting to become paying customers. The next pitfall is ignoring feedback. So feedback, I feel like feedback is really like the gift that keeps on giving. You know, I think feedback is great in all areas of life and business and yet so many creators will overlook this resource. You know, failing to gather and act on feedback from your students, it can really lead to stagnation and even declining enrollments. So you want to make sure that you stay open, you know, allow your students to give you feedback and critiques. It's only going to make your online course better and this is the primary reason that I always recommend with my clients if they haven't launched a course before or if it's a brand new course that's being created to do a beta launch. This way we can launch to, you know, a handful or a dozen selected students who can help us fine tune the course content before we deliver it and launch it to everyone. So these beta students are so valuable because they give us honest feedback in the moment It allows us the time we need to polish the course, and it gets the course to perfection before we launch it to everyone. All right, now let's talk about some of the technical aspects that I see a lot of issues with, and it tends to be an area where a lot of my clients, especially clients who come to us who have launched a course before, get tripped up. And one of them is choosing the right platform. So the choice of course platform is really pivotal. You know, each platform has its pros and cons, but you really want to select one that aligns with your course goals, your budget, and your technical requirements. I've had a lot of clients over the years who have come to me to relaunch a program that hasn't launched successfully before. And one of the first things I usually see is they're using a lot of different systems that are kind of piecemealed together. And it's just not a great overall flow. It's really clunky. It's hard for students to know where to go. How do, they, how do they get the information? Where are we? What's happening? And while at the same time I understand the desire to save money while creating and launching an online course... I can tell you from experience that most of the times, when you go the more affordable route and you try to piecemeal these different systems that you already have together, you end up spending more time and more money in the long run. I have had to migrate so many clients from a bunch of platforms into one seamless platform when relaunching their program, and it always takes more time and costs more money than if they had just really invested in an online course platform like a kajabi or whatever it is you're going to use from the get-go next up is tech support neglect this is a huge one i've seen i've seen where people have had technical issues which will become not only a huge buzzkill for you but for your students and we always want to ensure that we establish a robust tech support system to address students concerns promptly So a seamless tech experience really ensures that smooth learning journey, which just makes everything so much easier for them. It's so much easier for you. You don't have as much headache around, you know, questions and complaints. But it also ensures that when you go to launch the next program, the next product, the next service, that the students that you've had before continue the journey with you. And your course really is more than just content. Your course really needs to be an experience. So I thought I'd talk a little bit about how you can create a thriving community around your course. So here's the next pitfall, fostering engagement. I see in online courses a lot where when building the course, that whole engagement piece kind of gets missed. And so you're looking at that isolation versus community. So isolation almost always will lead to disengaged learners. When you build a supportive community around your course, you really foster engagement, support, and a sense of belonging among your students. And it encourages discussions, group activities, accountability, and peer support. This is why I always recommend for my clients that you should have a Facebook group or some sort of online course community. If you're using something like Kajabi, you can build that in, or Mighty Networks. You know, you really want to ensure that your student feels really supported and surrounded by people like them. And in conclusion, really creating an online course, it is a journey. You know, there are so many rewards that I cannot even tell you. Every single client that I've had over the years that has launched an online course has been successful to varying degrees, depending on what success looked like to them. But there are challenges. But I feel like with these, um, I feel like with this roadmap, you can really navigate these pitfalls in an effective way. You know, just remember, you want to set realistic expectations. You want to create content that's engaging, that's going to speak to your ideal audience. You want to make sure that you set the whole system up from the get-go for success. Build a real supportive community around your course. You know, build and engage that audience And really, when you're ready to start getting people to sign up, make sure that you've been doing your marketing ahead of time. And I always look at pitfalls as an opportunity for growth. I feel like I say that a lot. I was telling my husband this morning, we were talking about a challenge that we've been having within our family. And I was just saying, you know, sometimes pitfalls happen because they're an opportunity for growth. And sometimes you might think, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. But in the long run, most of the times it isn't. Most of the time, it's just an opportunity for growth. If you embrace the challenge, if you learn from the mistake, then you grow and you keep moving forward. And the next thing you know, there's another opportunity looking at you that you may have missed. And your dream course, it's not just a creation. It's an inspiration waiting to happen. All right, so I thought we could also talk about some frequently asked questions that I get asked all the time, especially in like consults. So I had a client just last week that scheduled a free consultation to talk about online courses, and I took a moment to jot down the questions that she asked and thought you might find some value in them as well. So her first question was, how long does it typically take to create an online course? Well, Creating an online course is gonna really vary in time depending on the type of course that it is. So you could have a smaller, like a starter type course where it's just gonna be something that's gonna get your audience moving in the right direction, which could be a smaller type course. Or you could have a signature course that really kind of encompasses everything and you know is the jumping off point to the next course that you could potentially launch. And then you could have a course that's really that full transformational course. It's gonna take someone from A to Z, all in one course, all the bells and whistles, you know, so that could take a lot more time. But generally speaking, it can take several months to a year to really not only do all the prerequisite foundational work, but then to build all of the content and do the marketing and the launching so it can vary so a lot of times it's something that can totally be done you know from zero to 100 in less than a year easy and sometimes you know six months all right the next question is well what are what is the biggest mistake that people make when creating an online course so i think as we went over i told her the most common mistake that i see is neglecting to define your target audience and really failing to gather and act on the feedback you receive. So I have a client right now that I'm working with on an online course, and we really did a lot of foundational work to define that audience, which meant things like we surveyed her existing audience and her existing clients, We did different types of questionnaires and surveys. We asked different types of focus group questions. We really wanted to ensure that we were building something that people would want to buy and people within her audience. And we immediately started to see success when we built the lead magnet that would be the jumping off point for this course. And even in the first day, we had 20 people sign up. So we knew that we had hit something by doing that extensive research right at the very beginning. Next up is, can anyone create an online course or do I have to have specific expertise? So while I think really anyone could create an online course, I think having expertise or experience in your particular subject matter is what's going to really greatly enhance the quality and the credibility. So I always start with clients by saying, you know, what is it that you are an expert at? What do you have so much experience at that you could teach to someone else? Even better if it's something that you've experienced yourself. You know, like I had a client recently who launched a um, course on menopause. And the course was all about these different things that she had put in place in her own life to really find a place where she felt really at peace with menopause. And I thought that's amazing, incredible, all of these different tools and resources that she had to share with people. She could tell them it works because I did it. So think of it that way. Next up is that course creation um, platform one. I get asked that all the time. Well, which platform should I use? Do I need a platform? And again, it depends on the type of course that it is and the specific needs of the course. You know, is it a course where you're going to have, you know, different elements within the course? We can discuss that. Um, Budget can always be a concern, and the different types of technical requirements. So if you're doing this on your own, then I suggest researching and comparing options to make sure that you're finding one that's the best fit for you. You can always schedule a call as well, and I'm happy to help you with that. But if an online course is really something that you think is going to be a great addition to your business, and you have ideas on other online courses you want to create, and as soon as you create this one, you know you want to create another one, then I would really look at something like Kajabi or Mighty Network, something like that, where you can build everything in one place. It's really easy for you to manage, you and your team or you and your virtual assistant. But it's also really easy if your students only have to go to one place to do the work, meet with you all in one. All right, next up is why is the community building part so important? Do I need that? Can I add that later? Well, building a community around your course really fosters engagement and support. And it, again, makes your students feel like they're not alone, that they can do this, and it gives them a sense of belonging. So, really, ultimately, it improves their learning experience. So, I say just add a community building component right out of the gate. Whew! Okay, well that's what I have for you this week. You know, some of the most common online course pitfalls that I've seen and some ways to navigate them. Because course creation, it's not just about sharing knowledge, it's about empowering others to learn and grow. So embrace this journey with passion and resilience, and you're really going to find success waiting for you at the end of the road. And of course, if you have any questions at all, please let me know. If you're still struggling with defining your ideal client avatar or your ICA, jump over to jennylioncom forward slash ICA. Grab our worksheet. It will get you going in the right direction. I also have a lot of other free resources around online course creation at JennyLyon.com forward slash freebies. I have one on creating a lead magnet, on choosing compelling topics. There's a lot of resources in there. So jump over, take a look, and just download away. And of course, if you have any questions or if you're interested in creating an online course or maybe you started one that just you haven't been able to finish, you ran into some tech issues or you launched it and it kind of fell flat, reach out. Be happy to help. Take a look at it with you and we can make a plan to make sure that it is successful. And you can always do so at jennylion.com forward slash chat with Jenny. But either way, I hope you found these tips on creating an online course and avoiding pitfalls helpful. And as always, I'll see you next time on another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. See you soon.